Welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. You are going to love Cassie Howard, who is the guest that we have today. Cassie Howard is a self-proclaimed freedom alchemist for rebellious entrepreneurs looking to do life and business on their terms. She lives in Toronto, Ontario with her husband, two kiddos, and their herd of cats. Cassie is obsessed with fast cars, hip-hop, and eating peanut butter with a spoon. (laughs) You guys are going to love this. Let's just go ahead and dive into the episode, and I can't wait to get started. Okay. Well, welcome back, you guys, to the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so excited for today's guest, Cassie Howard. Oh, my gosh. She is such a powerhouse. You are going to love her. Go grab your pen and paper. If you're driving, listen to this later. (laughs) All right, Cassie, but thank you so much for coming on. Why don't you just pop on, say hey, and Tell us about your journey and how you got to where you are today. Oh God, where do I even start? I know. (laughs) It's such a daunting question. And it's so funny when I answer this question, I'm like, okay, well, there's definitely, I have to throw you back like five years, you know, because there's so many important details in that story. (laughs) Yes, totally. Well, first, thanks for having me. It's so good to be here. I don't do very many podcasts. I'm very picky. So I'm excited to be here. Yay. Um, So about my journey, I got into this industry by accident. (laughs) It was my intention to be doing what I do now. I actually started many, many years ago doing uh, a blog, not a blog. Um, I had a, a modeling business at the time where I was doing modeling and then I was the photographer for a modeling business of my own that I created. And then from there, um, I kind of got bored of it. And then I moved on to blogging. And then I did a, I had a coupon blog, the most popular coupon blog in Canada for, I want to say seven years, give or take. Wow. Um, and then it's not that I got bored of that. I actually really did love that, that business. It's just that I switched my diet over to a vegan diet and then I switched my lifestyle over to a vegan lifestyle. And so I wasn't able to use coupons really that much because it was for a lot of products that tested on animals or it was right that I didn't eat and so eventually I was like okay this isn't worth it to save like ten dollars a week when I was normally saving like a thousand dollars a week doing it before I went vegan wow that's amazing yeah it was it was really fun and I always joked that it was kind of my drug of choice was couponing because <laughs> I would get a high from all the free stuff that I would get or the things I would get for like 10 cents when they normally cost like $30 or something. Wow. So it, it was definitely really fun and I love doing it. It's just that it didn't really align yeah. with my lifestyle anymore. And so I yeah. knew it was time 
to just let that go. And that's kind of how I got into doing this, you know, coaching, mentoring stuff that I do now around business, where with the couponing blog, I actually had people ask me how I made money from my blog, because I had done a couple of blog entries where I talked about making money blogging, because we talked about not just couponing, but frugal living as well. And so I was talking about that. People were like, how do you make money with your blog? And so I did a post about how to make money with your blog. And, you know, I kind of did some more of those. I felt that I really liked doing those. And I had a lot of engagement on those posts. So I did more. And then eventually somebody just, you know, gave me a suggestion. They're like, you should be a business coach. I'm like, what the heck is a business coach? I've never heard of that before. Let me check it out. And so I created a course. I did a course. um, I think I called it like money making mama or something like that. I was turning home moms at the time. (laughs) Yeah. The program. And it was really small. It was a group program. I think it was like 12 weeks or something like that. And um, I think we had like seven people join, which I was super pumped about to have seven people sign up. Um, And I just really, really liked doing that. I liked talking about the money side of things and the business side of things as opposed to just saving money all the time. I like talking about making money as well. And so I just did more programs. And then somebody introduced me to the coaching industry and they're like, check out these coaches. And long story short, I actually found a coach of my own. I knew that I didn't understand the industry. I knew that I needed a coach right away. I was like, I'm trying to figure this out on my own. It's going to take years. Absolutely. Yes. So I found a coach, um, trusted my gut with her, found her, I think on Facebook or something. Um, and that's kind of how I got into this industry now where I feel like I'm finally at home. Wow. Oh, I love hearing background stories. I think they're so much fun. Yeah, me <laughs> too. They're, they're so a, interesting. Yeah, it's such a great way to like, just kind of know someone in a different way. It's like, what did you do before this? Like, how did you get into this? And I feel like it's such an intricate answer that it's like, it's very important to be like, okay. And I love your natural progression of how you went from, um, you know, this blog and making money on that and then, you know, being a business coach or whatever, you know, obviously like we were talking about earlier before we started recording that neither of us even like the title of business coach. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, just, that's what most people understand. So exactly. I'll, I'll use it occasionally, but it's not what I would call myself. <laughs> yeah. Tell everybody what you call yourself. Cause I think it's so fun. Um, so currently my title changes all the time, but currently I call myself a freedom alchemist where I help people create a freedom lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. My main intention intention is not to help people make money. My main intention is not to teach people how to create a business. It's to teach them how to experience freedom in their life. And yes, included in that is business and absolutely. So, okay, let's talk about the freedom that you've experienced since starting your business as, so like, obviously the, I don't even know what you consider starting the business, but starting your coaching business. Let's talk about that. So the freedom, I mean, I've always been, you know, I'm grateful that I've had a lot of freedom because I've been an entrepreneur for so many years. I lost count. Um, but I started, I started working from home. I want to say, Oh gosh, maybe 15 years now, something like that. Oh, and that was with the blog? Um, no, I actually had, first I had like a cupcake baking business. Oh, that's so precious. <laughs> it, it didn't last very long. It did not okay. last very long. 
but it was way too much physical labor for me. I was like, no, this is not going to work. But then I had the modeling, which was mostly online. It's actually, it was very similar to what I do now because it was, I was getting paid to be me essentially. Um, I just didn't write content. I took pictures and video was my content essentially back then. So then I did that and then I did the blog for a long time and now I'm doing this. So yeah, it's been well over a decade. And I, my main thing was, when I have kids, I don't want to have to go to work. I don't yeah. want to have to put my kids in daycare, which is hilarious because I did put my kids in daycare anyway. But <laughs> that's besides the point. But I your values like, change. Yeah, you well, like well, want something different, also, you know? Yeah, and I also didn't put them in like full time. Let me make that yeah. clear. I didn't feel like get lost kids, like I need to work. <laughs> I, I could have kept them home, um, right. but I, I, it was really good for them to go and, and, you oh, know, absolutely. And have that, um, the camaraderie and, and get to totally. play with other kids and be social and have that environment. Yeah, yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But for the most part, like, I think they went to daycare two to three times a week, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. So I had a lot of freedom in the sense that I could always be there for my kids. I can yeah. school, I can pick them up from school. I can go to trips if I want to, I can travel whenever I want to. I can, like today, for example, is today's actually a good example. Um, there's a huge snowstorm that happened overnight here. Um, most people are staying home today. Um, wow. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of people uh, are staying home. And I was like, even if I had to go to work, I'd probably just declare it a snow day anyway. But I, I really realized I was like, it's so great to not have to go to work. Yeah. You know, I, I can work from anywhere in the world. I can do whatever I want. I don't have to shovel out my cars, although I will at some point. <laughs> I don't have to shovel them out. Like, <laughs> I don't have to drive on these terrible streets to get to work. And yes. all of these other people like skidding out on the road. And I'm just like, I'm so glad that I have the freedom that I do where I don't have to do anything really that I don't want to do. Yeah. And I think that, you know, when people think of freedom, they think about so many different things, but we forget almost about the little things that really, really matter to us. Like, right. Like not having to go to work if we don't want to like today, um, I'm actually going to lunch with my mom and my cousin. She just got engaged. Not my mom, my cousin, my cousin just got engaged and we're going to go to lunch with her. And like, originally it's supposed to be really cold today. So it's okay though. I'm, I'm still going, but I was like, yeah. mm, I could totally cancel this. And not, could, yeah. I, I could if I wanted to, but like my, it's my priority to be with my family. I was like, yeah, totally. I'm going to come hang out with you guys and learn all about the juicy, juicy engagement and whatever. Oh. But, um, I, I love the freedom aspect of waking up when you want to wake up and yeah. you know, I just, I, sometimes I, I forget how beautiful this life is. Do you ever feel like you forget about it? You're like, I don't do anything all day, but we do do things. But sometimes I'm like, man, I stayed in my house all day, but it's also a beautiful thing to be able to say that. Yes, Yes, exactly. And, and it's, like I said, it's days like today that remind me of all the freedom that I have. Cause sometimes I feel like I do have a really, a really strong awareness that I get to do what I want, when I want, whenever I want. I I feel like I'm very aware of that, but it's just really pronounced on days like today when I hear stories of other people complaining that they have to go to work Mm. and I see people like out on the streets, you know, yeah. And then the accidents and and hearing about all the craziness a hundred percent. 
Okay. So let's like dive into, I love when you talked about, you know, you were like, okay, you found the coaching world and you were like, what the hell is this? How yeah. do I even do this? And I love that you immediately said I hired someone because I didn't know anything about the industry. Yes. That is exactly. We have the same brain. I literally, I mean, I was in a place where I had literally no money. I was a negative money, but yeah. I knew this is what I was meant to do. I need to hire someone to make this happen. So yeah. what fears did you feel when you first ever was like contemplating hiring someone who you wanted to hire? Um, how did you feel when you like actually did the damn thing and you were like, hell yes, I'm doing this. Like, can you kind of just talk about that experience, especially for people who are like, I know I want to invest, but I'm so scared to do so. Yes. It's, it's so important. Um, for me, it was like 100% money. Um, and, but then there was also that part of me where I was like, what if this person can't actually help me? Like I am not helpful. Mm. I am not coachable. What if it doesn't work? What mm. if it what it, I, I, well, I wouldn't say I thought it was a scam. That was more my husband where he's like, it's a pyramid scam. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm like, oh, like okay. what does he say now? And now he's like, I'm so grateful. <laughs> yeah, now he's just like, I'm just not going to say anything. I'm like, that's smart. <laughs> that's a good idea. No, but I, yeah, so I wasn't worried that it was a scam. I, yeah. was, worried, I was just worried that it wouldn't work. Like I, like, I wouldn't be good at it. What am I thinking? Or, and then I also had the fear of, or, or a block, I guess, around who do I think I am teaching these people. But then mm. I would talk myself out of it and be like, well, hello, you've done like over a decade of build business building. You know what the fuck you're doing, right? So oh, it, was definitely, it was definitely, um, I, I had some hard talks with myself. But for sure, the number one thing was the money because I didn't have the money. Um, I had credit cards though, and I'm grateful that I was able to just barely put my payments on credit cards. Um, and I will forever be a fan of putting business expenses on business cards because I feel yeah. like that's what they're freaking there for. That's absolutely what, right. And it's like, as long as you're not just racking up credit card, 100% paying it off. Absolutely. Like I love the option of 0% interest for 12 to 15 months. Like, hello. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, exactly. It's like somebody is helping you to get this done. Yeah. Yes. You're going to have to do the work to make money to pay this stuff off, but it's absolutely 100% worth it. So yeah, that was the big thing for me. And then I also, I really just made a commitment to myself and I'm like, well, I invested. So game on, let's do it. I'm going to work my ass off and do whatever I need to do to make it happen. And if it doesn't happen, then I guess it's just not meant to be and I'll find something else. But I was never right. like, oh my God, if this doesn't work, then I'm a failure. And I'm just Yeah, that's such a good way to look at it because it's just maybe a door closes for another one to open, right? Exactly. Like, yeah, I knew that there was a reason. I knew yeah. there was a reason that I was being kind of led in that direction. And I was like, this is kind of weird and I don't know why I'm going this way, but I'm just going to trust it and see what happens. Yes. I love that. Yeah, I... It's so funny because you said the whole, um, what if I'm not coachable thing? That thought never came through my head. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this happen. And yeah. it was that, it was that kick in the ass that I was like, I don't even have any money, <laughs> but yeah. I'm going to make this happen. Like this, yeah. it, it, and it wasn't, this has to happen in like a needy, like I'm right. desperate way. It was like a, I'm a badass. I'm going to make this happen. Like, of course it could happen because it, in my yeah. mind, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm being like drawn to this for a reason. I'm scared as shit, but I'm gonna do this. Exactly. So, yeah, that you, was my mentality too. Yeah. How long have you been doing your coaching business now, like separate? Because obviously, you've been working from home for a while. 
Yeah, the the coaching was, I think it's four years in February, something like that. Oh my God, congratulations on your almost four-year anniversary. Four-year anniversary coming out. (laughs) When it comes out, it might be February. So like it might be four years, huh? Hallelujah. (laughs) That's so exciting. Okay, so you are very much a person in the online space that has a very strong presence. And if you don't know that, then take that in as a compliment, but I'm sure you do know that. But um how did you get there? Right. So I feel like people forget sometimes that people had to start from the bottom and people see people and they're like, Oh my God, they were overnight success. And they've been doing this for a while. And they're like, no, I've just been doing the work every single day. What tips and tricks do you have for the listeners here to, who really want to make that impact online, who just aren't quite seeing the results they desire yet? (laughs) Uh, do you want the PG version? <laughs> <laughs> no, give us all, give us the R rated. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like people are just, a lot of people, not, not all people, but I feel like a lot of people are just impatient mm. and they just need to, like, when you look at other people and it looks like they're an overnight success, those are the people who probably worked harder than the people oh, who don't yeah. look like an overnight success. There is no such thing as an overnight success. 100%. It doesn't exist. So I, anytime somebody says that to me, and I've had that with clients, like, years ago in the past where they're like, oh, it's not working, and I've been doing this for, like, two months, and it's, mm. I can't see anything, whatever. I'm like, get the fuck over yourself. Like, you have to keep going. Like, just yes. keep fucking going. This didn't happen to me overnight. This right. didn't even happen to me within a couple of months or even years. Like, it took a long fucking time to get here. And it's, even though I've been doing coaching for four years, I would not have even done the coaching stuff had I not done the years and years and years of business before that. Because that's what taught me about how to make money blogging, which is the first right. People, so it actually took me many, many years to get to where I am now. But to a lot of people, it looks like it just happened so fast, mm. and that's only because I talked about results in a certain time frame where it was like my first year I did 250k, and then my next year I did 500k or whatever. So yeah. then people see that as like, oh, well, it happened, and like you did 250,000 dollars in your first year in a brand new industry, and I was like, yes. But I also did years and years and years and years exactly. of work of exactly. building up to that point, right? So it was, it's anybody who's like, oh, it's taking too long, whatever, then you're in the wrong business. Like if you're, if you're paying attention to the clock and how much time it's been, you're not doing it for the love of it. And you have to be doing it for the love of it. Otherwise, the results won't actually come anyway. Mm. That should go on a mug. <laughs> I forget what I said. You'll have to talk <laughs> I've been like noticing um, the quotes I've been saying lately. And I'm like, damn, I need to make a book of these. Like that was so good. Yeah, um, yeah we're going to write that down. Okay. okay. So I, I, I love this because we, here's the thing. I'm a high achiever, right? And I feel like I attract people who are massively high achievers. And this is something that I, is a constant progress of working on. I constantly have to remember to celebrate how far I've come. I constantly have to remember not to beat myself up for not being where I am, but being grateful for where I am. So, um, for someone who's like, I just want, I just want to be there. I just want to figure this out. I feel like there's something that I'm missing. What suggestions do you have for someone who is in that state right now? Anytime there's, anytime somebody feels like there's something missing, 
or or like they're so close but they can't seem to get like it's on the other end of the table and they're like it's right there (laughs) the carrot is dangling in front of your face kind of scenario yeah so Mm -hmm. the first thing that i would do is i would always go to doing some type of an some type of inner work so for me that's always journaling or meditation Mm. usually journaling i get more results a lot easier through journaling but meditation sometimes too where you just ask the question like what am i missing what is my next step what do i need to do what do i need to focus on those kinds of questions Mm. and then if you do that and you're still not getting answers then you need to go to somebody else and say what am i missing here like and sometimes just having somebody else respond to you to that they, they see you differently than you see you and so sometimes just having somebody that you can go to and say i'm trying to achieve this it's not working I've done this and done this and done this and what am I missing what am I not seeing because you can't see every single thing that you do but other people can see what you're doing Mm. yeah okay so let's dive into a little bit of of strategy because I love strategy I'm a huge it's so funny. I love that you were talking about, you're like, I don't really like calling myself a business coach. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. We are like soul sisters in a, in a way. Um, and so, but the, that's the thing though, is strategy is a part of it, but mindset is a part of it too. So I'm so glad you talked about like journaling and, and just getting clear on what the heck is going on. You know, I think we make things so hard in our brain that things just become scary and we paralyze ourselves. And sometimes if we just write it down or ask someone else or have someone as a sounding board, Yes. You know, some, a lot of women are verbal processors. We don't even need someone to talk to us back. Um, it's <laughs> so just, true. We just need to talk it out and be like, oh, yeah. I know the answer. Okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah. It's actually funny because a lot of my calls with my clients are like that, where like we'll talk about stuff and they'll tell me something. And then at the end of it, like sometimes they'll wait for me to respond. But uh, most of the time they're just like, okay, I know what to do. Thanks. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. And they're like, no, you did trust me. <laughs> they just want to get it out. And they're, I had a lot of clients tell me last week, they're like, I just hire you so that you can tell me what I already know. I like, saw I'm, that. I love that. I was like, yes. It's true, though, that, and that's how I hire my mentors as well, where it's like, I don't hire them to teach me things because not to be arrogant, but I know the things <laughs> I know yeah. most of the things anyway. I don't know everything, but I know well, most yeah. Right. And so I don't need somebody to teach me stuff necessarily, mm. especially around business or sales or whatever, but I do need them to kind of encourage me, inspire me, motivate me, push me, you know, right. you know kick my ass when I need it. And when I'm yes. just being a baby sometimes. And then most of the time though, it's just to remind me of what I already know. Mm, absolutely. Um, okay. So what are your, let's say top three tips. Um, so anything around growth, anything around sales, anything around helping people, um, really most of the people here listening are either network marketers. They have some kind of sales or coaches, they're online business, like service-based businesses, like a, um, a VA or something like that. So what tips do you have for them to grow their business and sign more clients? So first and most important tip is to spend more time working on your mind than you do on anything else because mm-hmm. that's the most important piece. Strategy is also important, but mindset is more important than anything else. So do your journaling, do your mindset work, do a meditation, yes. whatever, that kind of stuff, whatever feels good to you, do that, but always work on your mindset and always work on your mindset first 
before you go and do anything else. Um, the other thing is just to, and it sounds so cliche, but it's true, is to be consistent. Just show up every single day and share something. You don't have to write like hundreds or even thousands of words every single day, but show up and share something every day. Yeah. What most people don't realize is that content what content actually is, is just you. You are the content. So your thoughts, your beliefs, your opinions, your experiences, your mistakes, all of those things, that's all content. And that stuff yeah. is very easy to share. And it doesn't take very long. Take a picture, do an Instagram story, write a paragraph or two on Facebook. Like it's really easy stuff. There's no excuse not to do it every single day. Just share something. So just have that commitment that you make to yourself where you're going to show up and you're going to create and share something every single day, even if it's only a sentence that you post on social media, just do something every day. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is to be consistent with sales. So sell every day. The worst thing that I think I ever hear from people is I can't seem to sign clients or I can't seem to get sales for my program. And when I ask them how often they're selling, it's, Oh, a few times a week. Mm. Or at most, you'll be like, oh, like once a day, definitely once a day. And that's just not enough. Like you have to sell all day, every day. Doesn't mean you need to sit in front of your computer and physically be selling all day. Yeah. But you need to have things in place where you have sales happening all day, every day. You can have, you know, a post that goes out where you do physically write some type of a sales piece or a call to action or something. You can schedule content where you have just reminders about ongoing programs or memberships or whatever, working with you one-on-one. -on -one. Um, you can do a live stream where you talk about what's for sale. You can send a message to somebody about your current offer. I mean, there's lots of different sales activities you, you could do, but you need to commit to doing multiple every day. If you want to have sales coming in all day, mm -hmm. you need to sell all day, every day, right? Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So like, there's lots of different things you can do. I would say to start with a minimum three sales activities every single day. Ideally, you want to do more than that, but at least three a day. Um, any less than that and you're just being lazy. I love that because I think that we get so caught up in the things that aren't actually making us money and we need yes. to be doing these income producing activities if we want to live the freedom lifestyle that everybody wants to be desiring and living and experiencing. So let's, let's kind of pull this apart a little bit more if you don't mind. So, um, you, like you said, you're like, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be like a clear, like buy this from me. Um, yeah. what other examples do you have about selling things? That's not so cut and like, I don't want to say cut and dry because those are, those are still super valuable. Those are still super, um, beneficial in the way that, Hey, it might be something that you're offering for for cheap, like, Hey, come by the scene. I'm doing a flash sale or whatever. But what other ways are, can you be selling where it's not, here's my product. Right. So it, content is the main way, like just producing more content, free content that you're putting out there, doing live, love that. like yeah. doing live streams, going on Instagram stories. Like everybody should be doing Instagram stories. I, I like, I, <laughs> I will not tolerate excuses. I'm like, it's 15 fucking seconds for a video. <laughs> like you have 15 seconds. Don't yes. And you then you that. start doing it and you're like 15 seconds is, is too short. I have now five. Yeah. And then all, videos. Of a, all of a sudden you've done like five minutes of Instagram stories. You're like, oh, that wasn't that bad. But look at all the content you just created. Yeah. yeah so like, those things, like content is what's going to make you more money. So it's not that you're just saying, buy my mm. shit, buy my shit, buy my shit. Over right. Exactly. You want to also do that, 
but you want to more so than that you want to create content and keep putting stuff out there putting new posts out there putting new yeah. videos live streams stories like all of those things the more content you put out the more money you will ultimately make I love that. And I, I just, I wanted to clarify that so people didn't get the wrong impression in their head. Um, because I don't think there's anything wrong with sales. I actually love selling. I've been selling. I mean, I mean, oh God, I probably have like eight or 10 years of experience selling just with different areas of my life of what I was doing at the time. Um, and I think it's so fun and I think people need to start thinking about it in a different way, right? The, the original origin of sales is actually to serve. Um, yep. I don't know if it was like the, the Greek version of it or there's a, there's a word. I don't know. I, this is bad on me. I should know this, but it's to serve. And instead flopping it on its head and not saying I'm selling things, it's like I'm serving to create a, be a bigger ripple effect in this world and to actually impact these lives. So yes. how do you help your clients kind of transition into that mindset, knowing that, hey, my shit is so good and it is going to change lives no matter what? Because I know that we all let these doubts and these fears creep up that kind of make us second guess ourselves. So what, oh God, what tips or suggestions do you have around that when people are like, uh, am I good at what I do? I don't know. Yes, I am. And they're, they're it's like flopping back and forth on the fence. Well, there's two things that I would typically say if that comes up. The first one is I always remind them it's um, something that I always say, which is a reminder that selling equals helping. Like mm. selling is not taking from somebody else. Selling is, is an exchange. You're giving them something of value, which is your information or whatever it is. And they're giving you something of value, which is money. And so it's just an exchange of, of value. And, you know, that's helping. You're helping them by selling them something that, they need right and without use I always say like if you don't sell you're a selfish asshole because you're keeping all of that information to yourself that people out there desperately are searching for and so if you're not selling you're doing them a disservice and yeah. that makes me feel so asshole. <laughs> it yeah, it does. You're like, oh shit. Like if I, like people are suffering without me. Yes. Yes. That's kind of it. And I know it sounds like super egotistical and it actually <laughs> took me a while. When I first kind of popped into my head, I was like, oh, that people are going to think I'm like a total diva bitch. Or something. <laughs> but if I say that, but I was like, that's how I feel. And but like, it's really so true. <laughs> it's so true though. And I think about the way that it worked for me when I finally started to actually believe that thought that I had was I was like, well, why do I hire my coaches? Mm. Like, why do I hire them? And it's like, well, if they weren't there, like, what would I be doing? I would be so lost. Like I need them. Right. I actually get really irritated if I go to their like social media and they haven't posted anything in a while. Like <laughs> I get really frustrated. Like what am I supposed to do now? I mean, obviously I can do shit on my own. I don't need them, but they yeah. give like, that, that push that, motivation, that inspiration that kind of just gets me going a lot quicker. So I always say that I just remind them that selling is actually helping. So if you're not mm. selling, then you're not helping. And then people are suffering because of that. So that's the first thing we'll do. And then the other thing that I, that I'll say to people, if they're, they're worried about not being good enough is to just put out even more free content. And mm. when you put out more free content, you'll start getting people that's you know, leave comments and they'll be like, this helped me so much. And this is exactly what I needed to hear. Yes. And, like, 
And I always say, screenshot everything. I know it sounds a bit excessive, but screenshot everything. And I used to have, well, I still do have it, um, like what I call a happy file on my computer. And it's just screenshots mm. of all of those things. It's testimonials from clients, but it's also that. just nice things people have said about me or my content. Yeah. Anytime you kind of doubt yourself and you're like, oh, am I good enough? Will people actually pay me? Like, do people actually need me? Is this even you know, worth my time, whatever, yeah. that happy file. And it kind of, ah. oh my gosh, I am needed. And look how much I help people. Yes. Oh, that just warms my heart. I'm such a words of affirmation person. And <laughs> my, my listeners are like, yeah, she is. But like, they know this is like the perfect way to my heart. So like, yeah. I love that because that's, it, it reminds you to seek the validation from within right? Because we're always trying to seek validation from without, but this file gives you the opportunity to be like, I'm a freaking badass. I tell people yes. what they need to hear. I am amazing. And then they're like, oh yeah. And it's literally the evidence right there exactly. on your computer or on your phone. Yeah. Brilliant. I love it. Go do that now. Everybody needs to go do that right now. Like, go create uh, your happy, a happy folder <laughs> and have fun with it. And I love it. <laughs> okay. I love this. I love this. Okay. So this podcast is really, really about um, stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. So can you tell us about a personal time that you had to overcome an obstacle and when you did, you felt victorious on the other end? I'm trying to think there's, there's many, I think the, I biggest one, the biggest one for me that was like the most transformational was when I finally just decided to stop giving a fuck what people think of me. Mm. <laughs> and, and I don't want to say that I gave it up completely because I think everybody deep yeah, down does think too. that occasionally, but yes. I didn't let it run my life anymore. And so mm. for me, that was, Oh God, maybe two years ago, something like that. And I just remember getting a message from a friend of mine and she was like, why do you sound, cause she followed my content. She's like, why do you sound so different on the internet than you do like just when we hang out in person? Mm. And I just remember saying, I don't know. Why do I do that? That seems kind of ridiculous. And so I just decided, I was like, I'm just not going to do that anymore. Like, it, and I always felt like I was kind of faking it in a sense where I was like trying yeah. to be this professional person who didn't say bad words and who like <laughs> dressed a certain way. I remember giving myself shit one day where I'm like, just because you're a mom doesn't mean you have to dress like a mom. <laughs> like you need to be a grown up now. And then now I'm just like, I live in yoga pants and like old people. <laughs> yes. I just gave up on that whole professional thing. But yeah, I just decided, I was like, I don't like this. I don't like pretending to be somebody I'm not. I'm not. I'm just going to be myself. And then if I'm just being myself and people still stick around and like me, then that's yeah. going to be way more fun than them liking me for somebody that I'm not. Yes. And I remember doing a post that day. And I said, it was something like, this is a note to my family, my friends, my neighbors, because some of my neighbors were like Facebook friends, um, and everybody on the internet or something like that. And it was, I've been lying to you. I've been putting on this front where I'm trying to be like the super professional businesswoman and I don't actually like small talk and please stop asking me what I think about the weather and don't tell me about what your kids after school activities are because I'm sorry but I don't <laughs> care <laughs> and like I was just really funny. I must have been like ranting and raving for a while. <laughs> and I was like this is who I am this is what I actually believe this is what I don't care for 
and this is just who I am. Take it, take it or leave it. And I remember getting, I didn't get a single negative review on there. I did get like a bunch of people who like unfriended me, which is perfect. Exactly. (laughs) But like, I got so much, um, encouragement on that post and people saying like, Oh my God, yes, I love this. I resonate with this so much. And it was from that moment on where I was like, I'm just going to be me and I'm just going to say whatever I want to say. And the right people will get it. And the the wrong people won't and they'll leave and that's perfect. Mm. What kind of shift did you notice in your business once you kind of took that leap? Oh God, way more money. That's for sure. That was a big, like that was the most noticeable one. I started to get people that would just reach out of the, out of the blue and mm. ask about working with me one-on-one, which I thought was kind of weird at the time, but now it makes total sense. Um, yeah. But back then it was like, why, where are these people coming from? Cause a lot of them I didn't know, like I'd never heard of them. They'd never commented on my stuff or whatever, mm-hmm. but they just started coming like crazy. And so that was a big one. Um, but then also just doing the work, like sitting down at the computer, doing the work, um, it just became easier. It became more fun. I started to look forward to it more. I started to get up super early because I was, I couldn't sleep anymore. I just wanted to do it. Um, and it just, everything kind of happened really quickly. Like I would, what would normally take me all day long to do, like while the kids were at school, so like six hours, give or take, yeah. it took me like 45 minutes. And I'd be like, okay, wow. well now I've got like five hours and 15 minutes to do whatever the fuck I want because all yeah. the stuff is done. And so that was the biggest thing in addition to money was just how much time I saved because I wasn't forcing myself to be somebody that I wasn't and doing things that I didn't actually enjoy doing. Uh, I love that. And I think it just goes to show that you have to give yourself permission to be exactly who you are because you are great exactly as you are. And more blessings are going to come when you stand up and show up in that person, you know, as that version of you. Um, but I love how you kind of talked about like you're, you almost tapped into this like inspirational gold mine. You know, like you like, cause it, you just, you would complete something in 45 minutes or like yeah. the other day. Oh my gosh. When I was like on the, um, <laughs> I just went to Vegas recently and I was on the, on the flight and I literally typed out a whole new workbook for my new program that I'm launching. And I was like, it is three in the morning. And I am like, just booming. I was like, okay, this, 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 this is done. Woo! And I oh was yeah. So that's excited. me on planes all the time. <laughs> I get so much stuff done on planes. I look around everyone sleeping. The flight attendants are like, coffee, and I was like, yes, please let's do this. And that I get so, so much done. And then I'm exhausted the next day, but it's so worth it. There, there's something about being up in the sky with like zero distractions, like no yeah. internet where it's like, you can just really hunker down and, and get totally. Things. So, um, how, so I think that, that this is the key though, is tapping into that internal, like, holy shit, I'm on fire. I feel so fucking good right now. That feeling of I'm inspired. I need to go do this thing. So what, I know you're, I know you're so good at this. So like, what do you do to tap into that inspiration? Because it's not always like a button that we can press and be like, okay, get inspired. And it doesn't just happen that way. We have to kind of cultivate it. We have to tap into it. So what do you do when you feel like you're feeling kind of wonky or low, or you're like, I am not inspired right now. I need to go do something. What kind of activities do you do? So I always start with journaling. Like Mm -hmm. I'm an avid journaler and I'm just like, what do I actually need right now? What do I want right now? And sometimes it's a nap. Sometimes it's a shower. Sometimes it's go for a walk. (laughs) Um, Very often it's you need a tea. (laughs) And that's really 
paper, I'd like just get another tea. Like I must have like a dozen teas a day. It's a bit excessive. Oh, I love it. All long tea. Well, in the winter anyway. Maybe in the summer it won't be so much. But yeah, it's always just I'll ask myself if I'm feeling overwhelmed or I'm feeling like, oh, I don't know what to say today or whatever. What do I need right now? What do I need that will make me feel good? Because when I feel good, I'm more inspired and I'm more creative and everything just kind of flows naturally. So it's if I'm not feeling good, okay, well, I'm not going to sit there and go, why am I not feeling good? It's what do I need right now to feel good? And then I'll just go and do that. It's asking the better question. Yes. A hundred percent. Because a lot of people will focus on, oh, I don't feel like it today, or I have nothing to say today. They're focused on the negative side of things. I'm focused on, okay, well, what do I need to shift out of this and into what I want to do, which is to feel good. Yes. I love that. Oh my gosh. Well, oh, this has been incredible. There's so much good, good juicy tips here. So, okay. What is the most exciting thing that you have going on in your life and your business right now? The most exciting thing, um, probably, well, oh gosh. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> I got to number them. Cause I got, I got a couple. Give um, them to us. <laughs> uh, the first one is my podcast, which I'm excited about, but I'm oh, also wow. kind of nervous about. I don't know. Ah, you got this girl. I, I feel you. I was the same way. I was like, I'm going to do this. And I was like, I don't know. But, yeah, exactly. know. but I think like once I do it, it's just yes. going to be like, Oh, this is like nothing. Why did I wait yes. so long? <laughs> so, so that's good that I'm hopefully going to launch that this week. I um, love it. Waiting yeah. on iTunes, you know, so yeah. we'll see where that goes. So that I'm really excited about. Um, I'm also excited about my book, which I'm thinking that we're going to launch that in February. I'm just kind of waiting on the final design piece and then I need to order it. Mm. Okay. Um, and then I'll be able to release that. And that's something that I've been Is this your first book? Yes, my first real in your hands book. Um, I've done a bunch of ebooks over the years, but yeah. I was like, no, I need a physical one. I don't even care if it goes in stores. I just want one that I can hold and that I can like give my kids away. So that's exciting. Super pumped about that. Um, what else? Oh, and then my matcha business as well that I'm doing with yeah. my can't wait for that, which reminds me, I need to go make a matcha later. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. With the vanilla. I'm telling you, it is like. Oh my God, I made it with the vanilla and it's It's so good. If you guys love matcha, you have got to get on this train. I literally put pure vanilla extract in my matcha with the milk and then I put um, some rock sugar. That's just what I use. And I put a little bit of honey. Um, And that vanilla just gives it this like perfect like creamy like mm, it smells good it's like the aroma and the taste and I'm like oh I could just eat it all up (laughs) it's so good and that's why I'm so excited because a lot of the matcha that you get in stores is total shit if I'm being honest I went to the number one place in the entire world that makes matcha like the most premium most delicious matcha and I tasted the matcha there and I was like this is so much better than even premium stuff because you can buy some brands online and I don't want to talk about any brands in particular yeah Yeah. but um they're and those are good I remember having those thinking like these are amazing but then I went to Uji Japan and I was like oh my god that's like that that's disgusting that was shit (laughs) (laughs) that was dog shit compared to this like it is so good we did wow. some serious testing. We got a, we went to a bunch of different farms, dealt with a bunch of different people, got so many samples of different blends because there's so many different blends you can get. Yeah. And like, I was so high on matcha for like weeks cause we did taste tests and we like had so many cups of matcha going. Oh my God. So, 
such delicious matcha. So it's been a process, but it's almost done. We've done our official orders. Um, so now we'll be getting it shipped to us. Yay. And if we have it, we can like officially announce it and start selling it. Officially. I'm so excited. So if you need some matcha, Cassie's your girl. Yeah, so <laughs> don't, find her. Her. don't need any of that grocery store crap. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, let's, let's dive into that. So where can people find you? Where can people love on you? Be like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And, and see more of your content. Sure. So for me personally, I'm, I think all of my social media handles is Cassie Howard biz. Um, okay. Cassie Howard was taken apparently. So <laughs> is, um, I'm pretty much only on Facebook and Instagram. I'm on some other platforms, but to be honest, I don't really post there that much because I don't enjoy them. So I don't bother, but yeah. I love Instagram and I love Facebook. So that's the best place to find me. You're actually going to get a much better response in terms of time. If you message me on one of those platforms, even more so than email, I don't really deal with email too much. So it's mostly social media for me. Um, and then for the matcha, it's Meta Co. So if you search Meta Co on Facebook or Instagram, you'll find us there as well. Mm, so good. Well, we will have all of those links too in the show notes. So you can kind of just go and grab and, and, and enjoy, but thank you so much for being here today and sharing your words of wisdom. This was absolutely such a blast. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.